Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. It doesn't seem that long ago that LeBron and AD were celebrating their NBA title win over the Heat in Orlando, but the NBA is back in action tonight as it starts what will be a unique 2021 season. This is your morning buzzcast for Tuesday, December 22nd. We're getting even closer to Christmas. I'm Rick Ellington, in for a mad core today. In the 16 years I've worked at Sports Business Daily, it's safe to say that this is one of the busiest weeks before Christmas that I can remember. Yesterday, we of course had the big story about the NHL's plans to return to the ice, and today's lead item is the NBA's return to the hardwood. Golden State Warriors and Brooklyn Nets will tip things off tonight at Barclays Center, with the sight of the game being the important thing here. There is no bubble this time around for the NBA, as teams will play games in their home arenas despite the ongoing COVID crisis. While the vast majority of teams will not begin the season with fans present in the building, six teams are going to have a limited number of ticket buyers on hand. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver addressed this and many other issues yesterday during a media call, saying he hopes the teams that are allowing fans are successful and that it can show the way for how to safely and slowly reopen arenas throughout the league. Silver also said the league would not jump in line regarding a COVID vaccine, though it hopes to work with governmental officials in encouraging people to take the vaccine when available. We will have a full rundown and a special NBA season preview section in today's issue of Sports Business Daily about what the league is facing this season, the status of several franchises that may or may not be in flux, and a full rundown of the league's corporate partners. Now, getting back to the NHL. The league clearly had some work to do convincing officials in Ontario and British Columbia about allowing teams in those provinces to play when the new season starts up on January 13th. Ontario Premier Doug Ford was non-committal when asked yesterday about allowing teams to travel in and out of both Toronto and Ottawa for games. That comes as Ford announced a 28-day lockdown within the province beginning on Saturday. Meanwhile, several top health experts in British Columbia have admitted that they have seen the NHL's plan and are considering it, but stressed that it is not their top priority at the moment. Of course, there are three other provinces that host NHL clubs, but the Ottawa Citizens' Bruce Garioch notes that it seems much more likely than not that Quebec, Manitoba, and Alberta will okay the NHL's plan. Alberta officials specifically are open to the idea of playing after seeing the success with the conclusion of last season. And Garioch reports the NHL continues to keep Edmonton on the back burner for a potential hub for all seven teams in the new North Division this season. Edmonton has the infrastructure to handle things, as was evident with the bubble and with the World Junior Championships that is set to begin on Friday. Speaking of bubbles and local authorization, much has been made about the Australian Open, which is set to begin on February 8th after a three-week delay from its original opening date. Now comes word via SPD Global that Tennis Australia is talking with Victorian state officials about how many fans can attend the tournament in Melbourne. Those in charge of the Grand Slam are hoping to get to see at least 50% of the crowd that came to the event last year. 
That, of course, was held before the pandemic shut everything down. That number on the surface sounds awfully ambitious, but you have to factor in how successful Australia has been to date when it comes to containing the virus. The tournament is prepared for a massive financial hit, but seeing a fair number of fans walk through the turnstiles would certainly offset some of the damage they would contend with. And finally, a lot was made of Army being left out of the College Bowl season despite having a 9-2 record after the Independence Bowl on Sunday couldn't find an opponent for them and was ultimately canceled. Well, in a very 2020 twist, the Black Knights have found a landing spot in Memphis after Tennessee had to vacate their spot in the Liberty Bowl due to a COVID outbreak within their program. Army will play West Virginia in the game set for New Year's Eve, and it's nice to see the team get a deserving send-off after a great season that they've had on the field. That's your Buzzcast for Tuesday. Hope everybody continues to stay safe and have a great day. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.